Happy holidays. I hope you all are doing well. Relaxing. Shopping is done. We are here, everybody. Is it a gift? The end, officially, of season 18 of Sister Wives. You gave me a little bit of a breakdown of the plan for the rest of the show as far Mm -hmm. as kind of this season. It seems like they're trying to extend this as much as they possibly can, which I always think is interesting because the premieres for the following season, they don't come for a while. So it's, it's really interesting that they try to give us another week, two to three of content that is more than likely filler. What do you think about the extra content we're getting after this last tell-all? I'm so torn because I'm such a fan and so into everything with all of the fans, like the community, that I love any morsel I get. And so it's hard to say if this will be worth it, I guess. Because a look back, what are we looking back on? Season 18, which we just relived through the tell-all, which was mostly recap. So like, what else are we going to look at the fight again? Are we going to look at Mary talking about the melted ring again? Like, where are we going with this? And me and you discussed a lot. Are we covering it? The only reason I'm torn on this is because Now, mind you, we are going to watch to look back, but I just don't think personally that we're going to get any content that is new or maybe if we got some alternate context, but I really doubt we're going to get that. So realistically, I think this is just going to be some grand review of everything we've already seen on the show. Now, they previewed Christine's wedding special. I'm hyped for it. I'm here now that I've seen the preview. That is more in line to the extra. It's almost like when you buy a, I guess now a Blu-ray. I was going to say DVD, but we're on, <laughs> we're on Blu-rays now. I guess when you buy a Blu-ray and you have all that extra content, like director's information, breakdowns, we're getting all of this that would be included in the Blu-ray, like extra features. But the wedding special is something I'm interested in. One, we're getting to see folks we haven't seen in years that's a that's the main reason I'm here. Like I'm so excited to see actual interviews and a more realistic view of the family versus these very set up scenes. The whole storyline of Christine is also fascinating as well. Just her journey from being with Cody to getting divorced to meeting David, which we we met a little bit more in this episode, but also the perspective of this is the first wedding from the the parents where we're witnessing a marriage outside of polygamy, right? Like th- that's not what's going to happen in this relationship at all. So overall, we decided that we are going to watch the in-between episodes. If there is anything good, we'll of course cover it. If it's just a pillow talk type situation, it's really hard to cover Back when we did 90 Day Fiance and all of the spinoffs, that's one thing we didn't cover just because it's really hard to talk about someone talking about someone. (laughs) So we'll see what format it's in, kind of go from there. Maybe it'll be a really high level, just this is what it is, this is what's going on, here are the main points. Now on to season 18 closer officially done, if we're not counting all that fluff after. How did you feel about the episode? Are you satisfied with the closure of it? 
I think it was really good. I think we got to see where everyone stands in all these different relationships, especially Cody and Christine, and also Cody getting clarification of where Christine and David stand. I think that was fascinating. I think that we hinted a little bit, well, we hinted a little bit at the dream of getting them all in one setting, which again, we don't think is going to ever happen. But the fact that they hinted at it, I was just, I think I was maybe screaming in the living room. Well, they hinted at it off camera. By they, I mean Robin. And Robin, the audacity. No, we'll get into it, but no. Should we jump in? Just go for it. Let's do it. We start this episode with Suki and Mary. Mary is asked, do you think you'll find your soulmate? And she says that she hopes to. Later on, Suki asks if Mary would want to get married again. And I was surprised that she said yes. I thought for sure she like this was just one done. She'll find her soulmate, her partner, companion, live a beautiful life together. But I didn't expect her to want to be married again. But she does hope for that. Something I would have expected from Mary as her response would be something along the lines of, well, Cody was my soulmate or he is my soulmate, but it didn't work out. The fact that she was so willing to say, yes, I'm willing to find my soulmate or be loved is great insight into how Mary is decoupling herself from Cody. Yeah, that was her fake soulmate. Like that one doesn't count. Or do you have more than one soulmate? So that was like young life soulmate. Things fizzled, didn't work out. Now we're looking at later in life soulmates. Well, here's a question. Do you think a few things? I mean, how much do you think Mary will date? And do you think she'll find someone and be married again? There's kind of three questions there. I don't know if she'll date a ton because currently we've seen her out with the same gentleman multiple times. And it's not Jen's husband, so I think it's a gentleman friend. I hope she dates around, feels it out, and I do think she'll eventually settle down and get married again, even though I didn't expect it. I can totally see it happening. I think my answers to that are fairly similar to yours as well. I am curious. I know we've, we've seen her, or at least you've seen in the, in the post from the community that Mary is hanging out with someone. I'll call it that. Mm-hmm. I do wonder how long it's been since Cody and Mary's divorce, or I guess not that it's that big of a deal, but just always curious about how people's mindset works as far as how long am I going to wait? Same thing with Christine. Are we going to use dating apps? Or are we just going to rely on a friend to introduce a friend? Jen, does she have a brother or does Jen's husband have a brother? Cause that would be the perfect I could see that being the introduction. See, that'll be interesting to find out on the show if that is something they cover. We find out that Mary did meet David. She doesn't really know him, but she has met him multiple times. Thinks he's a nice guy. Interesting, she does call him Christine's boyfriend. I immediately called that shit out. And Suki, in a way, called it out as well. Because the sentence after Mary calls david her boyfriend suki asks well how do you feel about them getting married oh okay i didn't even catch that it's basically like well that's her fiance not her boyfriend so did mary not even know or is it a little bit of shade i think it's a bit of shade given that when these are filmed i'm sure the 
the planning for the wedding, all that has been going on for so long. It's so hard to say that too, because their courtship, I think, was fairly short. You know, that's something I'm not too sure of. How fast did they go from proposal to wedding date? I have no idea. I mean, I could look it up. But like off the top of my head, I'm not sure. But I'm wondering if it was quite short. Like, I'm pretty sure it's in the same year. I mean, if we go from proposal to wedding date in like two months, the fact that this family just does not communicate, I could see how you might be caught off guard of like, oh, that's interesting. They're getting married. Didn't know that. Let's be honest. Mary's knowledge of what's going on with everyone is probably what we all know just through the press. Yeah, this is interesting because Mary was already fairly separated from Cody and the family in general. The fact that now they are officially divorced. I assume unless Mary makes the effort, I would think who is contacting Mary? Like who's updating Mary? I don't think anyone. And as much as Robin cries, that phone still isn't ringing. That is interesting to think about. I would imagine they probably have some very general group texts, but I assume those are the ones that really there's not much communication happening. I could imagine like parents sharing kiddo stuff, but I think as far as everyone else's life and what's going on, I imagine that's maybe not where they share everything. Okay, did I make this up? During the season Christine was leaving, didn't she remove herself from the group chat, the family group chat? So I don't even think that exists anymore. Janelle's probably out. Mary's probably out. Yeah, I couldn't tell if that was, was that the family or just the parents? I took it as parents. Likewise. I did really like hearing Mary just wish Christine well, says she just wants her to be happy. We got this from a lot of cast members. It's so funny even calling cast members. Characters. Characters, <laughs> cast members. We got that from, I think, pretty much all of the adults. I'm not sure if Robin actually said that directly, but I'm happy that it seems like everyone is trying to heal through the outcomes of this process. All of these divorces, all of these moves, all of the decisions we've made in life. It's like, okay, let's just come to a place where we're happy for everyone and we're wishing them well. I don't think Cody and Robin are there yet, but I think everyone else is. Something I'll give Cody. I think he is trying. I think he corrects himself when he says, I can't forgive. And he says, then he corrects himself and says, I can't forgive just yet. Like I can't forgive right now. Mm, I just, I think because he's trying to come off good, but this woman lives rent free in his head. I don't think he's as close as he's trying to put off. We also talk about Janelle meeting David. She says the more she interacts with him, the more she likes him. She reveals that Christine said, I didn't know what it was like to be loved like this, which is equally like frustrating and really nice to hear because you should have felt like this. Why does that feel like Christine is selling Janelle on finding that love again? Oh, I believe it, though. I full Cody is not loving someone well, unless your name is Robin. Christine's experience with David it's interesting to think of how different this experience is and will be compared to her experience with Cody. You have a man sharing his time with multiple wives, tons of children. I mean, they still have a lot of children, but for the most part, not young. And you get to have all of this, this time to grow a relationship and love each other and 
and have these adventures. Could you imagine like they always had these family adventures, but they only had so little time to have these one-on-one adventures. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like going on dates. Because even if you have your night, I mean, it doesn't mean you get to go on a date on your night. I mean, that's just Cody at the house with your children. Very close to bedtime and then leaving first thing in the morning. So could you imagine? It's it's probably even more rare to actually have that one-on-one date. That's mm-hmm. that's why these birthdays or anniversaries, we even saw them featured on the show many times. Like It's so important on these dates because these are probably legitimately very rare times they get one-on-one time with Cody. But even within that... and. I, I don't want to be too negative, but even within that, there was so much inequality. Like you get to go for a drive or go camping, but Robin gets something extravagant and, you know, something nicer. Well, I guess I can't fully say that because Mary got like trips to Mexico. Sure. And then what I was getting at was that, well, now she can do all of that with David. All yes. of these trips, all of these drives, all of these things. Cody has also met David, but David mostly talked to Robin in this first meeting. He says he seems like a nice guy, but he doesn't know anything about him. I do like the subtle shade, and I'm sure David didn't mean it this way, but in my head, he was like, hi, Cody, you're not worth my time. I'll just talk to your wife. That probably wasn't it, (laughs) but I like to think it was. He continues on and says, I wish her the absolute best, but, and then the camera cut. Yeah, you mentioned this too. I didn't feel the jump cut as much as you did as far as how abrupt it was. I felt like we went to a completely different scene with Cody. It wasn't even the same conversation. And so I was like, no, I want to hear the butt. <laughs> Show me the butt. <laughs> I mean, this could have been something where Cody had some override powers and said, I do not want that included. Oh, that's frustrating. So then we get a flashback of the lunch with Cody and Christine at Salsa Brava. Christine is laughing while watching this, but definitely cringing at some points. I think she was cringing at okay, I probably went over the top and how I was doing things. And she's almost embarrassed in the way she acted. I feel that. And I feel that again later on when she's talking about she's so happy she's not married to Cody anymore. I felt like I was secondhand cringing in my own home. (laughs) Having like her and Cody watch that back. I was too much. I also felt like Cody couldn't hold his reaction While watching this scene, he tries to not give us anything while watching flashbacks. But during this scene, he had he made little comments like, oh, she loves that. I think while watching this, it's just really hard for him to play this back and not want to defend himself. He probably maybe that's giving him a lot of credit. I was going to say maybe he also doesn't like how he acted, but I can't give him that much credit because he's probably like, yeah, she deserved it. Cody talks about how he had an uncomfortable life with Christine in Vegas and that it was worse in Flagstaff. He says, we suffered all these years and you're just going to quit. I, Christine isn't the one who quit. Cody is. His statements don't make sense to me because you're talking about staying with someone that you don't love and you don't find attractive. But then you're also offended when they finally decide to move on and leave you. So how can you be offended when in some ways you've been offending them the, the entire existence of this relationship? You left her. Okay, I was going to bring this up later, but Christine was on Juicy Scoop this week. And 
we'll talk about it more at the end. But one thing that she said was basically the final straw in the marriage is when Cody said he couldn't go to the surgery because he couldn't leave his family. But yet Christine is the one who quit. But you're using verbiage like that. No. I have some more comments, but I'll save them more when we get to when Cody is breaking down Christine, essentially breaking down his character to the children. And he he doesn't appreciate that. And that doesn't to him. It means she hasn't also moved on yet. And in all fairness, the footage is from like last year. So at that time, I mean, she hadn't even met David at that point that we're seeing him say that. The fact that you just said last year, I mean, we're talking maybe not even a full year of a calendar year, but this woman is married. It's just interesting how fast that timeline went. Exactly. Cody says, what bothers me is that she laughs, mocks my suffering. It pisses me off. This has unraveled my family and destroyed my family. Christine, in what seems like a response, says, you know what? I hid so much from him. I'm going to laugh. I've always loved the Disney villains, and I'm going to be a Disney villain. Cruella, specifically. She is a Disney girl through and through, and I am so glad David is also a Disney person, or at least encourages her to enjoy that part of her life. If David was not open to this, I could see how... Now, we, we're also fans. I mean, we, we go to Disney and all that stuff, but I can see how if you aren't into that, that could be, I could see how that could be incredibly annoying. I bet Cody's never gone with her. Oh, interesting. We don't, I don't think we've ever seen any footage, picture of Cody at any Disney park. Nope. I've seen all the wives go themselves, but not with their husband. If we are wrong, Please send us the evidence. This is fascinating to me. This reminds me of a post I saw on social media where a daughter was posting a photo of her stepfather who created a wall of mugs for her mother because she loved to collect mugs. She loves to display them. And so he made her basically a built-in shelf in the wall so that it could be displayed. And she talked about how... Her previous husband, I don't, I shouldn't say it's her dad because I don't, that's not what the post said, but her previous husband would basically say like it was garbage. You don't want to see it. It's not something he wants displayed, but her new love encourages it, has built her this shelf. And I see a lot of similarities in David and Christine. Maybe Cody thought that was a waste of time, money, whatever it be, because we've never seen him encourage or enjoy that with her. But now David's like, heck yeah, and let's take all your kids and let's have a good time and I will dress up in Disney stuff with you. We will have our honeymoon there for goodness sake. So while I'm not that into it, I can really appreciate that he's allowed her to express that and fully enjoy that. Christine goes as far as mentioning that she could just be herself with David, which Mm -hmm. I thought was interesting where... She didn't feel that from Cody, right? She mentions he liked my bubbly side, my happy side, but when I wanted to get serious. And I bet you that's not just at Christine. I bet when any wife brought a problem, he's like, I don't have time for this. Like, I don't want to hear that. Absolutely. Because I think he also wanted every house to be a vacation. It's perfect. Everything's cleaned how he wants, food how he wants. So don't come to him with a problem. Cody is asked, Do you blame Christine for destroying your big picture? 
Cody says, no, it was my fault for marrying someone I didn't love. Wow, we could have stopped right at the halfway point. That'd be the first time we have heard Cody take any responsibility. I was ready, not root for Cody, but give him a little finger snaps. Yeah. The fact that he finally admitted, yes, this was my fault. And then he adds that second (laughs) half and it's like, dude, you're just, you just don't get it. I would have absolutely given him that credit. And you know, I don't give that out lightly to him. But if he just said that one sentence, he would have gotten a lot more credit, I think, from everyone. Also, goodness, even with his, within his own family, probably. I'm torn on Cody because at this point, he's admitted that he never loved Christine and Mary. Yeah. Is there going to be a point where he's going to mention he didn't love Janelle or does he legitimately love Janelle? Well, did he lump in all the wives together? Like, I never loved them. I don't know if he was that direct towards Janelle, but he did mention that. I mean, like when Suki asked, like, yeah, Robin's your soulmate. Like, yes, he confirmed that. But it's also he wasn't as direct as he was, or at least not that I remember, with Christine and Mary. He was very specific with them. I guess I'm waiting to see if he also becomes that specific towards Janelle. Maybe that's something we see on the next season. Because it's almost like his approach isn't the same with those two as he is with Janelle. Which is why I think there's a subtle difference there. I think so too. Man, but even that is not enough for him to say, I love you. I want to work this out. What can I do? Not even that. No, because I mean, his love with Robin is just it's so much more. It's so different, right? That's to him. That's everything. And like, I don't feel that with you. I mean, I feel probably good with you, but not that. And I can't hate that aspect alone. It's the abandonment of your entire other family. Suki asked, do you think Robin wants to live a plural life? Love Christine's answer. She says, no, I don't think she has any desire. And boy, this puts Cody on a long rant. Cody says, I don't think Christine knows Robin at all. She has never tried. She was a shit sister wife. She will be a very good wife for David, though. To make that accusation is sour graping. I would think now that she is in love with David, she should prove that by never making another accusation against Robin. Because that's when all believe Christine is in love, is when she doesn't have anything bad to say about Robin or me to my children. Sir, no, 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 no. This reminded me of something you'd see in like a middle school, high school scenario where you broke up with someone, you got a new thing, and but you're still down talking your ex. And they're like, well, if you really, you know, moved on, you wouldn't down talk me. My thought was, well, Cody, just because she found hopefully her soulmate, it doesn't mean that stops you or Robin from being bad people. Also, they're shit talking constantly. What are you talking about? The same thing can be said about you. You did find your soulmate. You call her your soulmate. This other woman that you supposedly do not love and, you know, the only fault was marrying someone you didn't love. Okay, but the same thing can be said about you. Stop shit talking Christine. Even if it's not direct, the fact that you say, well, sometimes it is direct saying that I married someone I didn't love. All of these little comments or 
you know, me and Robin are like this, no one's separating us, the things that we'd never hear him say towards another wife. Anytime you make these statements, even though those aren't directly pointed at them, you are affecting them. And that's the mother of your children. That's a weird connection, I think. It's odd that he doesn't maintain that idea in his mind when he's talking down his other wives. Like, you share children with these women, but you talk to them in a way that if I was your child, I would not be okay with my dad speaking to my mom that way, which is probably why you don't have very good relationship with your kids. And he claims he doesn't talk crap to the kids, but... I mean, one of the massive fights was calling Janelle a Teflon queen to her children, to their children. Come on. I think it's hard in this family to keep your terms right. And in some points, Cody says, you know, Christine keeps talking down about me to my kids. And I'm like, well, that's it should be our kids. I mean, that is the mother of your children. That verbiage always bothered me because it's been used for years. Even the statement, that statement just still bugs me. The fact that he says, marrying someone I didn't love. And I can only imagine how that impacts your children. Like, what are you trying to show them that a belief like religion could, it makes it okay for you to love, like marry someone you don't love. But then it, it's just weird. Isn't that weird to you? Oh, it's super weird. And are the kids now thinking like, oh, all of that was a lie. My childhood, he didn't feel that way about my mom or us or, you know, all of that kindness or moments that they shared. And the moms, they try to walk it back for him of like, you know, like, I don't believe that. Like, we had a good relationship. And he's very adamant, like, no, didn't love him. I was like, dude, that's not good for your children either. Christine says, how I feel about David is how Cody and Robin feel about each other. I would never want to leave. She says, you deserve to be happy. Go be happy with each other. Let the rest of us go. Stop being angry. I really like that connection that she makes of, oh, I get it. I see how Cody and Robin would never want to be without each other. But her second part is very valid. Like, let us go. Why are you keeping us here and being angry then if this is what you want? I think they just had so many strings being pulled. For example... We still have a lot of young children. It's just, it's really just not a good look to leave a wife with that many young children. We have a TV show. I mean, part of that TV show is just the aspect of this family, the dynamics, the sheer size of it being portrayed as a, a good, um, I believe they're fundamentalist Mormon. Yeah. I mean, you, in some ways you're the face of that sect of your religion. So you want to come off as positive of this loving dad, this big family, I think. And obviously we've seen how Cody's ego could be hit. Could you imagine him just leaving a wife early on in the seasons? Like everyone would immediately think like this guy is the biggest D bag ever, man. But knowing what we know now, would we respect that more than leaving and the crap talk and the mess he created with the kids? I don't know. What's better? I mean, we wouldn't obviously have the information we have now, so we would probably be equally as mad. I think it would have just been a complete shit show of custody battles, lawsuits, Mm. child support, child support. I mean, it would have been it would not have been good. I mean, it would have been good if they could have talked about, you know, hey, I met the love of my life, my soulmate. I want to do right by you. And like, can we talk about how we can make this work or how I can 
prepare you to move on or help you move on. I just think you can come with the best intentions, but I think no matter what, that process would be ugly. And the Browns, they're already fairly conservative. I can only imagine like they would, even if they went through that process, they would be so conservative in the earlier seasons. Janelle brings up something very interesting, which kind of sways my opinion a little bit on if she will get back with Cody, if there's any hope. Like, yes, she says she wants to be single. She doesn't want to get back with him. But there's not yet, to me at least, a finality. I just wonder if they're holding off on that until the next season. Oh, maybe. Okay. For some reason, I'm basing all of this on his Instagram statements because he's put out statements for the other two. There hasn't been anything officially from either of them. But knowing kind of Janelle, she doesn't need that. She doesn't care. But she does say that Cody is talking more and more about monogamy. And I'm like, oh, well, if he's doing that and you know that, well, there's no reason to even think that there would be any hope for reconciliation. I also think he's lived monogamy for so many years now. It would be a big stretch for him to go back. Yeah, I don't see him, even with one other wife, putting in the time that it would take. Janelle says, I'll bet you $1,000 right now that Cody will not bring in another wife. I agree. I don't see it happening. I think we've theorized that in the past. Maybe even if we just thought it was going to happen. Let's say in a world it did. I think it would be more proof against Robin in the fact that she does not want to live polygamy or she's just not, she's just not built for it. Yeah, she's just not built for it. And that's okay. Yeah, that's totally fine. But don't sit here and lie to me. Don't scrunch up your face and try to force some tears out about it. Just live your life. Be happy. Going back just a little bit when we talked about where Christine says that I don't think Robin ever wanted to live polygamy. Something I wish Suki would bring up is all the instances where her and Cody really separated themselves from everyone or did things on their own or how the treatment was different or why do you say things like your young children can't be away from their dad for more than two days, which this is around the time where he needed to go to New York for a surgery. Like These are things that are going to, you're implanting ideas in Cody's mind that he can't leave you as, as well. Like, I wish this was brought up. I know. I want specifics about a lot of topics. Why can't you take care of their children? And why couldn't your children be, be taken care of by them? Why did you have a nanny? Why don't you let your sister wives help you with these? Isn't this the whole point? Uh, Suki, ask her. Isn't this the whole point of polygamy? So you have these sister wives for help, not just to sit on a porch? Like, why don't we ask these questions? I mean, it goes all the way back to the beginning when Robin was separating her kids and was like, nope, I can't watch your kids. And you're definitely not watching my kids. I, I wish these questions were asked. I think even though more than likely whatever came out of Robin's mouth would have been like some wild BS that just made <laughs> no sense. I feel like we would have gotten just even that little bit closer or a little, a small step towards more clarity. Yeah. Janelle expanding on Cody and monogamy says, I think it works and that's okay. Someday, maybe I'd like to find the same thing, but not for a while. Even that alone gives me so much hope. <laughs> I want Janelle to find someone else that she's super compatible with and she has so much fun with 
who will hang out in an RV with her, who will trek it around and help her set it up correctly and not make a big deal about it. Again, going back to the Disney experience with David and Christine, uh, that social media post I saw of the mugs and this couple. I want that for Janelle. I mean, and Mary too. Maybe someone wants to run that B&B with her and do projects with her and craft. I don't know, but help her with stuff. I could see whoever Janelle ends up with them going on some crazy long trip across America. Like we're hitting every state in this RV. Oh, yeah. I could see that happening. We're going to go see all the kids and grandkids. We're going to end up at Maddie's and then we're going to, you know, turn around and take a different path back to either Flagstaff or maybe Utah at that point. Yeah. That's what I want for them. Cody is then also asked about bringing in another wife. He cracks up and says, like if Robin chased someone down like Mary chased Robin down, nah, I wouldn't be interested. I would have to tell that woman that I would never love her as much as I love Robin. Damn. (laughs) This statement is such BS. A few things. Till this day, I am never going to believe it was Mary that seeked out Robin. I just casually seek someone out that lived four hours away. I don't buy it either. No, I get, yeah, maybe you could have been at the same party together, but I just, I just don't buy this story ever. With how bad they were doing in their relationship, like maybe this is something they discussed to, you know, Mary has to always do something to get in his good graces. Something is always asked of her. Nothing's ever enough. So I think Robin is an example of that, but I think this was definitely Cody driven. And the story is that it was Mary. At this point, we know that pretty much all the relationships before Robin were already shit. So I get how Cody couldn't say things like Robin shows up and he's has this incredible love for all of his wives and says, you know what? You can come into the family, but I have this deep love with these women. Like, I don't know if we can get to that point. Like, He can't say that because he already knows the relationships are shit. Or if we're just believing him, he's already thinking like, I'm not in love with these women. I'm just, I'm mandated to do my role and take care of my kids. Also, we know that's exactly how it was because why the heck would Robin and Cody have a sacred covenant that he would not drag her along and he would leave her before basically what he's doing to all the other wives? Why would you have to have that? But here's my thing. When you're courting Robin and you're just starting a relationship, yes, you probably got the butterflies pretty early on. But when you first met Robin, you weren't thinking like, wow, this is my soulmate. So if you were to find someone else, like Robin find someone else, is it really fair to say, I can't love you like I love her? Like, you don't know. What if this new person is, is even more, is like beyond what Robin could give you? So you can't guarantee that. Exactly. And it would be fascinating if that did happen. Because sure, he doesn't know that person right now. So it's easy to say like, oh, I could never love them. Exactly. But mm, you don't know. Also, this kind of confirms, again, with the sacred covenant thing between him and Robin. Him saying this, I'm like, oh, so you didn't love your wives like that. Because you had no problem bringing someone in. Got it. Then we get a little segment with Robin, which was annoying (laughs) the face scrunching with no tears and not even moisture in those eyes is talent acting the part that really gets me is this really exaggerated wiping of the as i'm simulating this myself like this wiping of the tears 
lack of tears from your eyes. And I'm yelling at the TV. I'm like, there is literally no tears coming out of your eyes. What are you wiping away? They're not pulling up. Like your eyes don't look like people's eyes when they really cry. And I am, I just get really annoyed watching the tell-alls. Like Ellie could totally attest to this. Like it's so annoying to see an adult just unwilling to just talk and have a conversation about these topics that everybody else is having and being totally chill with even Cody being pretty chill answering these questions that really bugs me all these other women were burned so badly by Cody and not a single one of them is crying about it like Robin you have the mansion you have the family you have the cars you have the stuff you have the man and these women got something but like not nothing compared to that and they're not sitting here just crying through this interview, talking about how they were wronged. I mean, they're moving on. They're trying to find happiness. And that just really gets to me that she can't go through this interview, not like they are, but just in somewhat a similar boundary. Suki asks, can you find happiness with just Cody? She says it's weird. To be loving and respectful to Cody, I want to say yes, but I don't know how this works. Ma'am, ma'am, you only know monogamous relationships. You did not have a sister wife in your previous marriage. You were only monogamous. In this relationship, you and Cody did everything you could to separate yourselves from the family. So you have been monogamous for years. The thing that now that we're repeating this that I get is I guess she's meaning how is this going to work with a man who's either left or been left by three women? Like, how does that dynamic as far as loving this person? But am I also disrespecting them at the same time? You disrespected them for the past 12 or so years. You don't act like you care now. I'll give you examples right now. Did she hear about disrespecting them when she lied to their face and tried on dresses? That was pretty, that's pretty bad. Did she care about disrespecting these women when she went on 11-day honeymoon? Well, there was a newborn baby in that house. Did she care about it when she was kissing this man as his wife was giving birth and preventing him, delaying him from getting to the hospital? I could give you tens more, but guys, I will not buy it. We and you talk about all the time how is she just so unaware and aloof to what's going on or is she truly manipulative? And within this four series, I am totally sold on the manipulation. So you've come to the dark side. I have like fully. Yeah. No one is this aloof and the things that she says now in the covenant she made. No, it's full manipulation. They start to get into some really interesting topics as far as. I think Suki asked something like, do you need, like, do you need the other wife's release to be happy? Basically, Suki goes on to say, they have all told me they just want you two to be happy. That's it. And her response is very like attitude-y. And she says, well, they haven't shared that with me off camera. Why would they need to? She says, I need it off camera to my face. It feels disrespectful to the kids and the commitments I made. And then she essentially says she wants a release from the other wives. I found it 
really interesting that she mentions off camera. You are on a reality TV show. Your life's been documented for over 10 years and this seemingly critical point in your life of, I guess, being released by the wives you find needs to be documented off camera when you yourself have been a proponent to make sure things are being done on camera. Oh, thank you. When Gwen came out, oh, you should have saved that for the cameras. So I find it interesting that this moment you want it done off camera. And I am going to guarantee you also want it not done on the same couch. Well, she said face to face. Face to face, but it would be, I need them to tell me individually. There's no way in hell Robin's getting into the same room with all of those wives. (laughs) Are you kidding me? I don't see her even getting in a room with Janelle just alone. But it's fascinating because she never contacted even her best friend, her best and only sister wife, Mary, off camera. The only time she would contact her is for the show and for it to be filmed. So don't give me this crap now. A lying liar. When Robin got that news that Sugi said, they've all told me they just want you to be happy. Like they're not rooting for you guys, but you know, do your thing. She almost seemed very surprised. Like, oh wow, that was, that's what they said. Yeah. But then she had to turn it into a negative. Well, they didn't tell me. Yeah. Usually the ex isn't giving blessings to the mistress. (laughs) Like, what is this? Like, was Cody supposed to go to David and ask for your hand? Yeah. Like Christine's not going to stop from marrying David because she has has or doesn't have your oh, I mean her origin the original Robin David oh sure sure. <laughs> sorry there's so many no, now. no sure <laughs> it's funny yeah, in one in one moment Cody actually had to mention David's last name just because there are multiple Davids oh he did say David Woolley and I was like ew don't say that man's government name <laughs> get out of here <laughs> we then have finally David Woolley's introduction quick question is David a widower Yes, he's a widower. So Christine mentions a little bit about David, about just how he communicates, how he reads people, how he listens a little bit sadly. But I feel like when you felt that level of loss, I think you do appreciate you appreciate time so much more. You appreciate people so much more. You want to listen. You experience his adventures. I think those are heightened to another level because you, you know something could be taken away from you. Someone could be taken away from you, you know, whether uh, for whatever reason. And I think when Christine describes some of these traits, I can, I can see how you would develop these over time. And he even mentions, I think that it might've been 11 years ago, I think is what he said. Yes. So I think he's had a lot of time to, to process, process the loss. He even mentions dating. So he's, he's, been on dates and the way he said it with some swag it seemed like he'd been on a lot of dates <laughs> yeah kind of gave up on it kind of sound like it, it probably it probably either you know things just kind of dried up either the matching didn't match or you know like i think a lot of daters it probably just kind of it gets boring or it's like why am i doing all this it leads to nothing they went on their first date it went really well and he was actively like trying to get a second date He took her to a play, and that's when he realized how passionate she is for life. She was having an amazing time. She was crying. I mean, he realized then, like, she's passionate. It was funny where, okay, when I think of play, just 
as my adult self, I think of a more maybe mature topic and Christine didn't let it go by. She had to let us know it was the Little Mermaid play. (laughs) Hey, that's her. She's a Disney gal. Shout out to David Woolley for being such a sweetheart on his birthday. He takes everyone out and he wants to treat his family, his close friends to a dinner with him. I want to be that older person. Oh, for sure. That would be an amazing gift. Everyone just gets together. Don't worry about it. We're going to go somewhere nice and I'm going to pick up the tab. It doesn't matter if it's my birthday. Just have a good time. Yeah, exactly. That alone tells me a lot about David. Very nice guy. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he doesn't want gifts. Mm -hmm. He probably has everything he could ever want. And he just wants to be around his people. Time with people is more valuable. And he sees that. And I love that. He was very complimentary about Christine, how she carries herself, her personality. Just in every way, he's attracted to her. And I love hearing that because Cody was not attracted to her. He says she's a great kisser, too. And she was worried about that. So no problems in that area. I mean, I think in one of the magazines, he mentioned something along the lines of, I can't believe someone let her go. Yes, on their wedding day, I believe it was People Magazine kind of exclusive. That was his little section. I also think it's special that David talks about how he knows there is, there's an end to all of this, meaning the show. And that doesn't matter to him because he wants to grow old with this person. Interesting that he mentions that because we've talked about this in the past of what is the future of this show? It's... By definition, nothing like what we started with. We have one man married to one woman. All the kids are moved out. They're grown. We have three, well, I was going to say three single ladies, but really just two. And someone's already met another. I mean, what is going on with this show? What is the long-term play here? Because they're not even sister wives. I know I'm in the minority here, but I still want the show to go on. There's a lot of people calling for its end, but I'm not done. I don't care if it's called Sister Wives anymore. To me, the show is not about Sister Wives and these women being Sister Wives at all. Like, I am here for this story. I don't care what they call it. Call it anything you want. But the journey that we've been on for 18 seasons, there's still plenty to be told. There's plenty more I want. And since we're finally getting some truth... I'm not ready to end it yet. I also appreciate that David, he's very much, well, as far as what we know now, he's really not into the limelight. He's not into the cameras and all this extra fluff. Although he did know who Christine was. He did. Is that a red flag? Now I'm curious, does, did he watch the show? Do his kids watch the show and always update him? Like, oh, you gotta, you gotta watch the show. It's so good. It's well, well, back in the day, it wasn't. There was a lull. <laughs> right, right. I thought that was interesting. Or does everyone in this little community just know who the Brown family is? Because, I mean, they're kind of, I would imagine, slight local celebrities. I think that. I think it's just someone local that uh, probably a lot of people know. And the show's been on for so long. Had to have crossed his TV a few times. They show a replay of kind of the paint night Christine had with her kiddos. Cody is watching the portion where Christine says that she wants someone that Cody never was. He smiles and looks down. She is living rent free in this man's head. So, you know, that one stung a little. I think at some point 
I don't agree with Cody totally because he says some very strong things about the wives. I just think they're going to have to come to a point where they don't compare, you know, just be happy. Like we're not, we're not comparing everything to our exes. Exactly. Like don't even bring them up. Cody also watches the portion where Christine talks about her self-esteem and McKelty tells her that she's gorgeous. Cody kind of like scoffs and side eyes to this and uh, just couldn't hold it in because a lot of the time he's trying not to give us anything. And he had a lot to say about this scene in particular. So Cody thinks that this is the definition of Christine pitting his or their children against him. Now, here's my thing. You yourself have said you married someone you didn't love. You were never attracted to Christine. So the fact that she told her kids the truth, she's somehow pitting them against you? Also, all those words you just said were on the show. She didn't have to tell them because you're telling the world. So how is it bad when it comes out of Christine's mouth, but not your mouth? And she's stating, yeah, it's really hard for me to date because the last person I was in a almost 30-year relationship with was never attracted to me. So I am you know, conscious of that. Christine says, I married someone that wasn't attracted to me. Cody just said this quote 10 minutes earlier. And somehow Cody's like insulted she said that. She, he, how would you say like exhales and blinks? like holds his blink, shuts his eyes for a while. And I was like, don't even go there. These are all things you've said and your kids have heard you say. What do you mean they're shit talking you and turning the kids against you? These are your own words. And then we get to a very specific line where I think Cody is going to, quote your fingers, punish McKelty for. By punish, I mean pull back from McKelty. During the paint night with Christine, McKelty says that you've been married 25 years to a guy that was never attracted to you. That sucks. And Cody was taken aback a little bit by this. It's like, how dare she go behind my back? I know. Like the one I allow in my house. Ooh, on her Patreon. Someone told me that McKelty said that Robin's kind of been dodging her. Oh, so Robin's pulling back. Robin's pulling back and she knows that she has to put in like three times the effort that Cody and Robin are putting in into the relationship with her and Tony. Interesting. So what we see on camera is McKelty literally going over the top. Yeah. Being like, oh, we're going to come over for my kid's birthday. She's probably like, I'll bring decorations. And they're like, fine, you can come over. So... The one kiddo that seems to want to maintain a relationship has to try three times as hard as you to keep that going. Yeah. How bad is every other relationship? Oh, not even a text. Nothing. Considering I would guess the majority of those kids aren't going to try as hard as you. McKelty's Mm -hmm. trying three times as hard. Bringing the kids to another state to make you be involved wild they are super hung up on this whole you have to come to me thing whether it's the holidays or what bring your your kid's birthday you have to come to me no it's my kid's birthday come to my house Uh, but for his friend he'll go halfway across the country so it depends so odd to me yeah it's it's just so disrespectful to everyone i'd be like no we're 
we're having a party over here. Do you want to come? Yeah. Cody had another wild monologue here and I tried to keep up. So apologies if this just turns into word salad at one point, but let's try it. Cody says this scene bothers me because the kids are there and she is asking the kids to take her side to gain favor with her. McKelty is siding against me on this whole story. She is joining the criticism of me. In the eyes of my children, I was there with her. She told them I wasn't. What she did was wrong. I'm happy she's moving forward, but I cannot forgive the fact that she has pit my kids against me. Now, if she is really in love, that should all end. Her trash talking me, if she's in love, she should be over it. The thing is, like, I'm sure the kids saw the reality of what was happening. He thinks he was so good at performing that no one knew anything different. And that's not the case. Kids are so receptive. When Aspen's the one putting the kids to bed and taking care of the children while you're off hanging out with another wife, that's, they know that. I mean, even Gwen stated on her Patreon that, like, he was never around. Even in the cul-de-sac, he was only at Robin's. Do you think the kids don't notice your absence? And then when you are there, how crummy it is? In his mind, he really thinks he was an amazing father and that was always there on rotation. In the interview Christine did earlier this week, she brings up that Cody was really equal with his time before Robin. I mean, everything changed at that point and he somehow sees no fault in it. This might have been my favorite part in the whole tell-all. This episode, I should say. Cody talks about how David might be pulling him aside and saying, man, this is nuts. Meaning being in a relationship with Christine. He says that he would tell him to be loyal to his wife. You know, because guys like to complain when they're together about their wives. Uh, I want to counter this that, no, we don't. The boys' time isn't all just going all out on the wives. If if dudes are getting together and they're just shit talking their wives, they probably need to get a reality check and maybe think about either improving that relationship or getting a divorce instead of just sitting there shit talking someone. That's probably what you should do at the very beginning. Isn't it a crazy fantasy that Cody has that in the end, David is going to come to him to complain about Christine? It's interesting, after this whole process of trying to tell people to stop shit-talking you, you're trying to, you're putting your opinion on Christine into a future storyline that you think has a chance of happening. Yeah, and also, he's speaking in the future. So he's planning for this when he's saying, everyone needs to stop shit-talking me. If you were happy, you wouldn't even, you know, talk about me or have anything to say to me or Robin. But he's planning to still shit talk in the future. I like that Suki immediately shut this down and said, I don't think David will be pulling you aside. Just like uh, you didn't pull others aside to trash talk. I mean, isn't that a tenant you have in your marriages? This was a not very rare, but a rare dub for Suki. And I applaud her for it, for doing it so fast, so smooth. And This is just one tiny example of Cody being caught in lies. And we always harp on Suki because I want her to call him out on all of them and give examples or or counters or questions for everything. And I know that's not possible for what have you. But the fact that she did it here is like, 
why can't you do it all the other times? Because they would never do this again. Cody's pull is so strong for some reason. So I just, she got one in and I'll take it. But he had nothing. He's like, oh, you know, you know, humans were, I don't even know what he said. Like we make mistakes or we're culpable or whatever he said. Basically like we're not perfect. I'm like, yes, you're not perfect. David speaking on Cody says he wears his emotions on his sleeve a lot. That's who he is. Would I be like that? No. He wants you to hear him. I like a little zinger there. You know, I'll take anything against Cody. (laughs) I think David is doing a really good job to... He doesn't want to impact any of these relationships. He wants to just start very fresh and clean with Christine. Although acknowledging that these relationships exist. Not to say that he's being careful with his words. I just think he's going to give everyone a certain level of respect. Um, And, you know, honestly, he is in some way joining their families because they are so interconnected, right? They are going to go to the same events in the future. Fully agree. And honestly, I would look down on him if he was crap talking, like very clearly and directly and aggressively. I would be like, oh, this is not the guy for Christine. You want someone level-headed. You want someone that's going to respect everyone because that is still the father of her children, And you are very involved with those children. You guys went on an international trip together with all of them. I just feel like he's doing the right thing. Now back to Cody and his wild takes. He says, for David Woolley's sake, Christine has to destroy my character. Suki says, he doesn't feel that way at all. He says there's a divorce that took place. And that's basically it. Cody says, I vetted Robin hard. I needed to know she didn't leave a good man before I left her, before I married her. The way this man thinks (laughs) is really fascinating. Isn't it? I would love to get into his head. Only for like 10 minutes, though. He's also putting his processes on other people. Like, you should do this because I did it. It's like, I can do whatever the hell I want in whatever way I want to do it. I personally think, and man, I would be really curious if anyone in the community or other podcasters think differently, but it's not down talking you or shit talking you. I'm like, I think they just, they visual, they see what we see on the show and in their minds, Robin and Cody translated to be something totally different than what all of us have sort of as a community, the opinion we've gravitated towards. And I don't think she's shit talking you. I think there's literal Facts, evidence, your quotes. You can't really shit talk. Yes, I'm. someone married me that never loved me or found me attractive. Like that is not a lie. That is just a blatant truth. We then move on to details about the proposal. We find out that David proposed in Moab on the side of a cliff. They had a friend with them and the friend was instructed to basically like, oh, take a picture. And then he got the whole proposal on video, which I really hope we get to see in the special. They really made it a big deal that they got it on video. Yeah, I like it. And we better get to see it because it was mentioned. They can't mention it and not show me. Christine was absolutely surprised. David got on one knee. He said, this is my favorite place in the world. And you're my favorite person. She just started saying yes, yes, yes. And they were engaged. And I wonder if this is the same cliff that they got married on. Oh, good point. I don't know if you can just walk up to it or if it's part of a venue, but I would be curious if this is the same place. 
This felt like an ad for their special, but whatever. I'll take it. We then move on to the wedding and wedding planning. They're not going to have like bridal party or groomsmen. She's going to have her dad walk down the aisle. It will be a big, nice celebration instead of a very small, intimate, spiritual ceiling that she had with Cody. Their kids and grandkids will be in their colors instead of having a bridal party, which I love. She's inviting Janelle, but not Cody or Robin. She did reach out to Robin's kids and they did not answer. Wait, so she would invite Robin's kids before Robin? Yeah, heck yeah. You still want a relationship with them. Sure. You know, they told Robin, Robin's like, you better not fucking respond. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I know. With what we know about the text thread, I can't imagine this. While Mary is not invited, Leon and Audrey are, and they will be wearing the colors as all the kids and grandkids. I know it's a fact that they never had a good relationship, but it always surprises me. Not hate, but maybe dislike how strong their dislike for each other really is. There is a very strong dislike. And I think it's interesting. They're both pretty careful about how they word things of the state of their relationship. Yeah, I'm just, I'm always surprised. And I think I don't have all the details of their history of their relationship of why it's so bad. And I don't think they are, I don't think they're open enough to allow us into that relationship. Mary is not safe. That's all we got. So Someone's not safe. Maybe Mary's not safe. Christine's not safe. I don't know. But it's, it's interesting and telling that Mary wasn't even invited. So much so that it doesn't actually even bug Mary that she's not invited. She understands why she's not invited. She does. She fully understands it's not a dig at her. It is. Mary said it, it's a very special moment where you don't want any issues. I wouldn't want to bring that kind of conflict into the wedding. I want to know about the conflict. What's the conflict? What are you worried about bringing? Maybe you'll find out in my future tell-all book. (laughs) Coming out. The way I would pre-order that book so fast. (laughs) Are you a digital copy or a physical copy person? Oh, I'm a physical book kind of gal. Even if it's like an e-reader or, you know, what's it called? E-ink? Is that what it is? Am I making that up? I don't like it. I will like to flip a page. I like to feel like I'm making progress. I like to put it on my shelf as a like a little like, ah, I'm done with it. I think I'm funny. A lot of the books I read are technical in nature and they have a lot of examples of like uh, configurations of items or code. And it's so much easier to follow along with those books when you have a digital copy. But I still love a hard something about a physical book. It's like. There's, that's a special moment. So I will definitely read Mary's book if you get it. I also want it signed. Ooh. So no. however I have to do that. Giveaway. If she has a giveaway or if she's doing like a little tour, we're going. Oh, no. We should give some away. Oh, that would be fun. Okay. We should do that. So guys, <laughs> keep that in mind. If, if someday there's a Mary book. <laughs> book, we will give some away. <laughs> you know who is also coming to the wedding? Cody's mom and siblings and Christine is getting their lodging. It sounded like the siblings were for sure. I didn't feel like Cody's mom was confirmed. I don't even feel like Cody talks to his mom. I feel like he talks to his siblings because we've seen them in Vegas together, but I don't even think he talks to his mom much. 
That's a pure speculation, guys. Take that with a large grain of salt. Just like you, well, maybe not just like you, but I am warming up to the wedding special and it is getting more interested from this preview that we saw. We end on celebrity crushes. But who did we start with? Janelle. Now, isn't it telling that this is the same question that was asked to Christine when she was on her way out? I know. And I hope this is kind of following the same path. Also, I looked on Cameo immediately for all of these men because I was like, I'm getting them a Cameo for the holidays. But none of these men are on Cameo. They're too famous. At one point, I was just looking for like hunky athletes. (laughs) Janelle's celebrity crush is Gerard Butler. She'd also take Jason Momoa. So she likes a big hunky guy. Mary's is Matthew McConaughey. And I could see it. I I didn't see that coming. You didn't? Like, I didn't see it coming. But once she said it, I was like, oh, I could see you liking him. I do find it interesting that they talked about height. And she says, like, tall. And Suki said, like, 6'1". She's like, I'd even do six. Funny thought. I don't think Cody's even six feet tall. I don't know. He's not. Which is just a funny thing to think about anyway. So we didn't ask Robin. Maybe she was too emotional. Just couldn't handle it. The face was too scrunched. So we didn't actually get to ask her, but Cody said that Robin's celebrity crush is Ryan Reynolds. Totally fine. Wasn't it interesting that he had to apologize for revealing her celebrity crush? Because she, she is the head of this household. No, I just think, I just think it's really uncomfortable for her to share things. If you're, if you cry like that, you can share things. (laughs) But Hey, Ryan Reynolds. Cool. Shout out Mint Mobile. I mean, whatever. Cody says, this is why I have a six pack now. I have to keep up with the competition. Show me it then. Show me it. Lift your shirt up right now. Someone, someone needs to tell Cody there is a, there's no competition. (laughs) Then we see a preview for Christine's wedding special. Again, so excited to see the kiddos. Once I realized we're getting not only interviews with them, but like real time getting ready, seeing them. So excited now. And also, we get a little sit down with Cody and Robin where they're actually touching. They probably came in the same car. And Robin has her arm around Cody, which we never see. And Cody wants to bring up the accusations. And then Robin interrupts him, head wife energy, and says, aren't we just so happy for them? Okay, why did I think this was a scene of them gardening? Oh, well, I feel like they would be in business casual clothing if they're doing any sort of shrub trimming. So I'm not sure. I think this is their actual hanging out clothes. But it's good to know that we are going to experience more content of the Browns and we are not going to see in the home because I believe they were outside. Frustrating. Yes, of course they're outside. Why would I expect anything else? Oh, something they never touched on in this tell-all is and they mention it on this season, is the state of the relationship between, well, Robin mentioned that her kids felt bullied, but we don't really question where they are now or even Gabe saying, like, I'm totally cool with Aurora. Like, gave her a hug at the science building, said, uh, you know, care about you or whatever. They're totally fine. Like, I feel like we could have gone deeper in that aspect of this family. I love any info on any kiddo, so... That I would have loved that. Do you want to quickly go over some nuggets from the Juicy Scoop podcast with Christine? Sure, let's do it. 
Just really quickly, I do recommend everyone listen to it if you're into all the morsels like I am. So this summary is on Reddit. It is on the subreddit TLC Sister Wives from the user Need A Language. It is titled Full Recap Juicy Scoop. Christine loved how strong and independent of a leader Cody was in the early years. She says he was the best guy she knew. They were friends for three years or so before they got married, and she thought they were in love, and it wasn't until she read the Nacho story in the book that she realized they were not. She says, I remember feeling like he loved me, but I don't know. Yikes. Do you feel like it's all just a farce at that point when so many years later you find out? I mean, this long play of the way you find out your husband's not attracted to you is from reading a chapter in a book. So insulting. I mean, did she bring that up to him? I'm curious what the fallout of that story was. Christine shed a little bit of light on how the show started. Christine belonged to an advocacy group that was doing various outreach talks in the community, and that is when a producer contacted her, and Robin was already on board at that time. Which is interesting, because isn't the story we heard is like, they couldn't sell themselves without Robin? Wasn't that that the initial story? Like the TLC or Puddle Monkey, whoever it was, wasn't interested in their storyline without another wife joining the family. You know, the way the show went down and the way they got the show with big family, we're introducing a new wife. If you think about it, yeah, sure, Robin and Cody, soulmates, great. But if you think about it, if that courtship doesn't work out, do they just not get follow-on seasons? Yeah, because I believe there was a pilot. So, I mean, that was it probably. That's fascinating. So, what I'm trying to get at is, Let's say they weren't met for each other. Would this have been another wife added that he did not love? But in this case, now I have this show, Mm. so I have to keep it going. Oh, probably. It seems like he did a lot just for the show. The performance. She still doesn't know why they moved to Flagstaff, and even Aspen still questions it. Cody said it was because Vegas was unsafe for the kids. She also talks about how she saw Coyote pass as a new beginning. They were living very broken, separate lives in Las Vegas. And she said she thought Coyote Pass would be a beautiful, united restart. Christine said for the first 15 years that her needs were being met and that it didn't really matter when Cody wasn't around, but that everything changed when Robin came into the family. She said, once you realize that you don't matter then his time became frustrating to me. That probably leads to even the time you get with Cody, you kind of feel like he's disconnected, right? He's there, but he's not really there. Yeah, so what's the point? Like you're just kind of a disruption at that point. When Cody presented the big house, she knew she'd see even less of Cody. She thought that she would feel trapped. She didn't want to have a little tiny place for him to stop over once in a while. The kids didn't want to do it either. She says that she wouldn't be seen as a wife. She'd be seen as a stop. I see what you mean. So the fact that he doesn't have to travel as much, he could just quickly walk to your living room, say, what's up, dudes? And then just walk away. And he's like, well, I made my visit. That was that round for four nights. I don't got to hang out. Gotcha. The final moment for her when she realized that she could no longer be with Cody is during Isabel's surgery. 
Cody actually said to her, I can't leave my family. She thought, we are your family. And she said, I can't be married to a guy who doesn't consider us his family. We were asking for one single month. Wait, excuse me, one month in New York? I think just total time being there because it was part of COVID. So she was like, come with us to Jersey, the surgery, and then actually be present during part of the recovery. Now, I totally get that. And I hate even saying this because the fact that they have to work so hard to get any time from this man, but wouldn't it been more acceptable or probably more likely to happen if they just said, come the day before, leave the day after? He wasn't even willing to do that, though. Well, we don't know that because from her own statement, she's mentioning that I asked for 30 days. And that shouldn't have been a problem, though. No, I agree. It was asked what Cody does when he's not filming and what his job is. She says, I don't know. He runs amok. He's very disorganized. I have no idea. Yes, this looks bad on Cody, but I also question all of these women who now he's probably not the same when they got married, but I guess stayed with a man who is running amok, doesn't have a job, and is disorganized, I kind of question even their own processes. Well, he's still the father and your husband. I think it's really hard to just leave someone just because they're disorganized and running around like a crazy person. (laughs) I hear you. But add on top of all of that, he doesn't spend time with me. He doesn't care about our family just from his own actions. It's like, I just feel bad that it took so long, essentially, for them to find their way. Yeah, it's a process. She says they had sex about five times a year and it was only an act, never intimacy. Not to get too personal, but I am curious for how long that was maintained as far as that schedule within their marriage. Are we talking from the start of their marriage to are we talking about from Vegas time frame, from Flagstaff time frame? I say from when Truly was born and Robin joined the family. So like 10 years. If you think about it, if this was from the beginning, then it could be thought of as the only times we're having sex is when we're trying to have a child. Christine will not go over and release Robin. She says, that's not happening, girl. Good job. Don't give her that. She had a moment to troll Robin so bad. She's like, uh, trust me, Robin, I've already been released from you guys. I've been divorced (laughs) officially. Don't worry. (laughs) Christine does recall that Cody did talk to them in Vegas about if you ever wanted to leave, it would be peaceful. It would be okay. And Christine got furious during this. She says we were already struggling. And why didn't he want to fight for us? Why didn't you want to try? Robin and Cody made all of these agreements and negotiations that I didn't know about. But yet now he can talk about how, oh, we struggled for years and you're the one that quit. Okay. The last little bit is that they did talk about bringing in a fourth wife just throughout the years. Some of the wives had expressed interest. There was one other person that they were courting, but it was shut down. And then there was another woman that only wanted a relationship with Cody. They talked to a few others, but they were all shut down. Did this other woman have knowledge of these three wives? Because how do you go into a relationship and say, 
I just want you. Like the opposite. I don't want the family. I just want the man. <laughs> I mean, like, these are all people from their community, I would assume. I don't think they're going to accept anyone outside. Okay, that makes it even worse because if you're from their community, what is this expectation? Mm, let's ask Robin. Ooh. so just some fun tidbits i do recommend you listen to it if you do like just some little extra info but yeah that's all for season 18 everyone and then let's cross our fingers for a good these little filler episodes i have no idea what to expect so we'll see what happens Thank you so much for joining us on another season of Sister Wives. We really enjoyed all the collaboration, all the communication, all the messages, the DMs, the reviews. We really appreciate all of you so much. And we're looking forward to another season of Sister Wives. It's been so fun to interact with the community and hang out with you all. So thank you all so much for your time and for your friendship. I hope you have a wonderful holiday season and we'll be in touch regarding these episodes. I hope you have a good weekend. Take care and we'll talk to you soon. Talk to y'all later.